on the 157th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast. We're back from an extremely long break to talk about Cam signing with the Patriots, see how optimistic we are for the 2020 NFL season, and make sure we allow John to bring up the Jets. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. We made it to July, the sport, the month where sports may finally be back, hopefully. But we're just talking about football. And if we're talking about football, we're going to be talking about how the Patriots got caught cheating again. For the third time, they had a little bit, like a, a million dollar small fine, lose a third round pick. They get, they skate away with it again. That's the most important story right now, right? Going well, through... Well, that's Something why they, America. Well, that's why they signed Cam to bury that so that fine yeah. news. Well, There's always something with them. Not only that is, um, they paid more for that fine than they did for Cam Newton. I'm pretty sure. So, which is pretty funny that they, you know, think they paid more for a fine than their quarterback. So this, as, as the the quarterback shuffle went out, I, I just knew like months ago that they were signing Cam Newton. For it just super makes cheap. sense. Yeah. Our our friend Dave was saying um, they're either gonna cut him before the first week or win the Super Bowl. There's no in between. Hmm. And I I like that analysis because that'd be so Patriots to not even like bring him into the season, or for them to be very good with him. I mean, there's no reason not to bring him into the season because they're not paying. Like you know, like there's like what's what's what are they, what are they saving from not bringing him in? I mean. I think he's like he's guaranteed like five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So it's like, what if he starts wearing goofy hats and the Patriots start giving him some gruff for it? And then he's like, it's a new world now. You can't like you can't be the Patriot way anymore. It's uh, I could wear whatever I want, and they're like, oh yeah, I mean, kind of right. And I don't think he has that, that mindset right at this point. I think he, I think he's pissed. Can Bill Belichick? Talk about other people's fashion sh- fashion choices. Why? I don't think so. Why? Because of the uh, the cut off the cut off uh, sweater that he they rocks yes. all the time. Yes, and also I mean Robert Kraft wears like the same shirt and jacket every day, basically. I mean that's just like an old white business dude. Like that's all they do. They rock the same. <laughs> they, they rock the same <laughs> shit over and over again. He does mix it up. He does mix it up with the the. Uh, Air Maxes every now and then to seem hip. I, I that's that's pretty hip. Sure, sure, we'll say that. I mean, it's better than like some of so, the some of the so shit people the wear. Fine, John. <laughs> How does this make you feel that the Patriots got fined yet again, lost another draft pick? Does it ever end with them? No, I mean it was typical NFL burying the announcement late on a Sunday night. Um, everyone else's attention was elsewhere. Uh, they were all talking about Cam getting signed and not the fine. So typical NFL pretending to hate the Patriots, but actually covering for them at every opportunity. <laughs> I mean, where, where, where are the Spygate tapes? They were destroyed, burned up in a fire set by Roger Goodell. Firegate. Um, I, 
I think the biggest part of the uh, the fine is not the big deal. It's, it's losing the third round pick is 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 bigger than like the million dollars that don't fucking matter. You know, like do they ever have draft picks though? Like I feel like they I mean, never have draft picks. They're just gonna trade that state of no draft. Well, they would have traded oh. that third round pick for like a, like you know like a fourth and a fifth, you know, and then they would trade that fourth yeah. for a fifth and a sixth, and then a fifth or the sixth and yeah, the seventh for, <laughs> for a punter and a, for a punter. And a lacrosse, a white lacrosse player, that's <laughs> a wide receiver. <laughs> so yeah, so they they're gonna have to find another white lacrosse player that they convert into a wide receiver and a different punter. So it's gonna be okay. Or they could find a um uh, a tight end who has some uh, some anger issues and some you know possible bad you know bad behavior problems. All right, you know. that was that was one time. <laughs> People don't forget. Uh, wait. Actually, speaking of the tight ends, did we did we podcast when Gronk was a buck? I don't think so. I don't think we did. Cool. It's been it's been a couple it's been a couple months. So we've uh, we've had a nice a little break. It has been a while. Yeah. Uh, um, what are the Bucks going to do with three tight ends though? Who are they trading? I mean, didn't they just? They gave Braid a new contract. I feel like regardless of what happens, O.J. Howard is probably going to be cheesed off because, like, very bright future, and he just they just keep, you know, burying him. Yeah, he's either injured or gets tossed to the side. Well, how much do we think Gronk is going to play? Uh, I mean, if he can block still, I could see them using him a lot. I mean, he's had a year off, you know, so, you know, got a little, like, recovery time from football. I feel like he'll end up playing, I'm going to say anywhere from, like, probably 10, 11 games, which is enough. I think that's a good amount of uh, games to play, 10, 11 games for Gronk. Yeah, if he, if he makes 10 or 11, they're happy with that, especially if the some of the 10 or 11 are playoff games. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you have two capable tight ends besides that that could, you know, you know, with a good quarterback could, you know, become better players, right? Oh yeah, they could definitely just they're going to ease them in as much as possible, and then they could just keep easing them until the playoffs. That makes sense. Pretty much what that, that's what the Patriots did the last couple of years of when he played there, anyways. And considering there's now seven teams making the playoffs instead of six. Um, oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. That is, uh, you know, that's huge because now, you know, the better opportunity for the Bucks to make the playoffs, even though now they're still looking like one of the favorites to make the playoffs anyway. Um, it just gives them better, better odds. So, you know, down the stretch, you're looking pretty good. You rest them maybe week 16, week 17 because, you know, you're already locked into a playoff spot and you, now you have them for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're looking. I mean, as much as you want to say like this is what Eagles of like six years ago, where they got all these stacked players and everybody was just a little past their prime and a little off. I, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna crash and burn. But... I mean, if they didn't have Jameis Winston throwing thirty-five interceptions, they probably would have made the playoffs. I I think this team is a little different than the Eagles, though, because they have two of the best wide receivers in the league. And they're young. They have an up-and-coming defense. And I don't think they were... Because the Eagles were hyped because they had all these, like, big-name players that were all over... Like, I don't want to say over the hill, but, like, I think a little past their prime. And 
I I just think this is more about the up and coming defense with Brady now being paired with Evans and Godwin. Like I think that's and that will now Gronkowski yeah. too. I think that's the big change. Plus, now, I mean they got a great coach too. A huge hit for them would be anything disrupting or happening to this season because Brady is no spring chicken. Like they can't mm. they can't afford to have this season devolve into a another COVID loss. Yeah, that you're absolutely right. Yeah, and I think about I, that's like in the back of my mind about a lot of older players, not just in football, but in you know baseball and basketball and everything like that. Like, so you, are you mostly thinking of Drew Brees? No, yeah, I, I would say you're probably no, Drew not, not. I mean, of course, I think of that, but I'm just like in any in any sport, like players that are near just about over, like maybe had one more shot with the championship team. Maybe this this could end it, you know. Like, I'm I'm pissed as a Yankee fan. I'm pissed, you know, with what's going on. If you know that season ends up being screwed because of you know what we did, we just got Garrett Cole. Like that's a big I know. what a waste yeah, of the year tough. on that, and you know things. Especially since we we're the front runners, and then also just never going to get to see the Astros hate. Yeah, can't boo them. And that's the other like, thing. Everyone's going to forget about the Astros. Like by the time shit goes you know, down, I hope they still get hated. I don't care. How much of a tragedy I will is, boo th- happened in this nation? I will boo the Astros. I don't I will, give a shit. I will boo them for many years to come. Not, even, oh, not yeah. even just the Astros, like the players. I don't care if they go to another team. Like you could be uh, Altuve on the Reds. I'm gonna boo your ass if you're at oh. bat and you're and you're playing against the Yankees. Like yeah, I will absolutely yeah. boo your ass because like it's not just like the organization. It's the pieces of shit that make up that organization. Oh, yeah. The absolute pieces of shit. And you know what? If if this pandemic has taught us anything, it's that it, it wasn't a um, tragedy that brings this nation together. It was a tragedy that tears this nation apart. <laughs> so there's we don't have to come together and say, you know what, the Astros did wrong, <laughs> but we all came together. We had a tragedy, we all came together. We're all torn apart. We're going to boo these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm digging deeper into my always booing the Astros <laughs> yeah. position, yeah. and uh-huh. no one's going to be able to get me out. Yeah. No, it's getting me. If out. if anything, it's building up because I should have been booing him since April. Like now, I'm like really oh, yeah. want to boo him. You know, like all, all that I got all this doing in my body from four <laughs> months of being locked down and you know just have to delete Twitter. Honestly, it's not like I tweet or anything and have to delete Facebook. But like those things, those shits will just make you mad during a time like this. That's I just true. need to get back to booing the Astros. That's the only thing that might make me happy is booing the Astros. I think that's going to be my, my, my next Facebook post. It gave Facebook us a release. Post. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it, uh, that will definitely We're bring just... us together. Like, Republican, Democrat, as long as you're a non-Astro fan, we can come together and we can hate on them. those pieces of shit who stole mm-hmm. who stole a World Series. And then also... Here, here. It, it, come on. I mean, come on. And also the Red Sox, if we're being honest. Oh, fuck too. the Red Sox, too. <laughs> fuck the Red Sox, too. I mean, Do you think the lack of sports is probably... I mean, obviously people have been at their throats before COVID. Like, things were getting much more polarized in the age of... Uh, I mean, we're we're not going to bring uh, the presidency into this podcast, but we all know what but. we're talking about. We all know what we're talking about, but we'll we'll leave that there. But do you think that the lack of sports has, I mean, obviously the pandemic and people going crazy and the riot and the protests and all that stuff is very valid, but not having sports is a distraction. I got to say it plays a big part because sports really pacifies me. As angry as I get at my teams, like I am constantly on, like I go, I search ESPN all the time. 
I search the ringer. I'm yep. on Twitter for sports. I'm not on news sites. Like I'm trying to read sports news, not real news. And now I got nowhere to turn. I have read more real news in the past like three, four months than I've ever read in the past like ten years of my life. Because you're, you're absolutely right. Like I cannot now be like taken away from this this reality with sports. Like I I, I used to, like you said I, ESPN NFL doc. I I was all over sports, Twitter, like everything was sports, and now it's like it's all just like political bullshit that I have to like I'm I'm looking at now, and I cannot stand it. It's like it's making me more of a a, a jaded, angry person. <laughs> <laughs> Even more so. Wow. Okay. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, we need sports back because honestly, like the things you read in the real news, not not any better than sports news. Like. At least sports is cut and dry. We got real statistics. We got real, you know, win or loss. I'm just, just, I want to shut my mind off. I need sports back, man. I just need it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, th- there's only so much uh, stupid shit on Netflix and Hulu I can watch. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's getting bad out there. And that brings us to what? The main time. I mean, we'll talk about Cam, but like. The main topic of this podcast was just how are we feeling about football? If they take if this shit doesn't get taken care of by football, or actually, you know, there's a difference between being angry at stuff getting taken away, but then also like understanding why players wouldn't want to travel around the country every week and like go face to face and sweat on people and like spit in their not spit in their faces but like swap swap bodily fluids in like sweat and everything um sure <laughs> but if football doesn't happen like people would actually go crazy because it's not just football it's fantasy it's betting it's just hours and hours of midweek content it's that Amer- people watch it's america's true pastime like this is yeah. the sport that everyone goes nuts for i mean it's it's literally it's 17 regular season weeks like it's not every day like people like look forward to this they're, they're, like during like the, i like fall and winter suck because like it you're moving away from summer and i love summer but the only thing that keeps me happy no is knowing that on sundays i have football to watch well as the weather starts just to diminish in the northeast also like, that makes me I- happy here, here. I have a little bit of a hot take. I think summer is just vastly overrated as a season just because when we were kids, it meant no school. So everyone loves summer. Yeah. But as you get older and a bit more mature, you realize, actually, you know what? Fall is probably the best. The best Fall is the best. I'm sorry. Yeah. If you're not an adult, if you don't, if you're not moved off from summer, like I love summer. Don't get me wrong. I love pools. I love beaches. I love just like. Oh, the weather's nice. Let me drink on a Tuesday, which I don't usually do normally. But like, <laughs> but like fall, man, falls like falls fall, worse. First of all, fall styles great. Um, it has the best flavors. Yeah, it has the best fla- the yeah the boots come back, the spices come back. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, but, but not, but actually not joking. But most of all, football. No, fo- football. Fo- football is what makes for me well that and like I do enjoy like a nice crisp 60 degree day where you can wear shorts and a hoodie like that's great like that is like perfect weather but i mean what i like about the summer is just you know like 
being able like that's when like you go on vacations with your family and you know you go in a pool because it's hot like in a, the, i love being I, I would be in a pool every day if i lived like in like florida or whatever like and it was I love hot pool. all year you know all year round like I would, I would absolutely be in the pool every fucking day like that's how much i, love I absolutely warm love weather. pools man but i yeah. do i do agree i love i love fall weather but it's just like knowing that like the weather like once you leave summer and you hit fall, fall's nice. But now you know you're just going into that darkness. Okay, you're going into that dark, the darkness. Yeah. You know? you hit that I darkness. Guess, yeah. So I guess I also think one of the benefits of summer is just people work like eighty percent as hard. Like I, I feel like it's un, it's an unspoken thing. You know, sometimes there's summer Fridays in companies where you leave at three or noon, or people just like you know saunter on in they're taking fridays off more often for long weekends it's just like more of an unspoken agreement to work a little less hard maybe not this summer because everybody's playing catch up from the spring and everything's thrown off its access but you know in, in other summers usually i will say though with being home working for this in the summer like it's nice to like be able to just go outside and but yeah it definitely it is um it is easier to get distracted like to be like oh yeah you know i'm outside let me just do a little like yard work or just like you know sit outside because it's so damn nice out or whatnot or want to finish you know quit early because you know it's just the sun's out it's everything things are beautiful it's you know it's just i don't know it's just great like i don't know i love the summer kids annoying you uh thankfully no um but uh that's good you know being able to grill and sit outside and have fire you know like fire pit is great like i don't know the sun doesn't go down till fucking 8 8, 8 30 like i love that i love more daylight just yeah feel better i feel better with more yeah daylight. more daylight's really nice like we'll go on a walk with the dog at 8 8 30 and mm. it's everybody's still outside riding bikes or doing something uh, that that is probably the big besides the, like the cold which doesn't really bother me that much the snow more than the cold i could deal with cold i hate snow but like it's cold the, never bothers you anyways it's exactly <laughs> there you go um it's it's the getting dark at 4 45 5 o'clock at night like that yeah, is probably nice. the worst because you just like it's just like ugh, you're dreary it's like ugh, like i don't know like days are it's like days already over didn't do nothing yeah, it feels like the day's yeah, it feels like the day's over, even though it's like five o'clock. Right, yeah. Well, not no one likes the winter. We could all agree that's the worst season. I mean, absolutely. And anyone who says otherwise, you're a psychopath. Yeah, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. I mean nobody nobody wants to it to be dark at four o'clock. You don't want to have to put on your driving glasses and your your car lights to drive home from work at five <laughs> you know you're an older person when you say you gotta put on your driving glasses <laughs> <laughs> well i have to put on my driving glasses when it gets dark okay sue me you remember when people used to say sue me so sue me yeah well that's a... in like third or fourth grade that was like the the insult slash comeback to everything it was just like i'm gonna sue you and one of my friend's parents was a lawyer so he had it made Oh man! Wow, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. He just told us like his mom's gonna sue everyone. Wow, oh, I'm sure his mom <laughs> liked that. Yeah. Oh man. Also, his mom, the... his mom got a lot of business from him. Oh yeah, he, huge amount of business. It was that, and also the D Generation X suck it were the two big insults of that year. 
Nice. Deeds suck it. Wow. All right. So, anyways, really going back to ourselves. Cam Newton. I don't think are we going to Cam Newton. Are we talking about like actual just what do we expect from football this year? Oh, well, well, do you think it's even going to happen? Like, first of all, what's your confidence percentage level right now? Uh, I would like to give that answer in like a week when all oh, the but, and you know that that's terrible when hockey no. and basketball and soccer all get to their places that they go to. You're asked the question, and and no, right, and, uh, and no, right no like, fifty fifty. All right, it's like forty five fifty five. Terrible that it happens. <laughs> all right, yeah. I was I was at about ninety percent. It was going to happen last month because I was like. NFL's powering through this, but now it's just like no one's changing on this. Everyone's still like they went from flatten the curve to eradicate this thing, and it just seems like everybody's in the same goddamn stupid headspace. And I, I think I'm at like sixty per, down to sixty percent that's gonna happen. Oh, wow, I'm a little more, which optimistic. is unfortunate, but still. Over- I'm a little more optimistic. I'm still I'm still staying strong at seventy percent that it's gonna happen. Uh, I did see they they are shortening preseason by uh, two weeks, so it's only gonna be a two two game preseason. They got rid of the Hall of Fame game, so that's not happening either. Um, but I'm still I'm still locked and loaded for for seventy percent. We have we have I know you you know you gotta have your training camps and your whatnot and all that to get the players ready, but you pretty much have two months. To get ready, like so, I would say eight to nine weeks to have some fo- like 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 real football, like real football. Like I, I just, I think I I'm still seventy percent is gonna happen. It's it yeah. it it, it, uh, it has to. Man. I know like, it's it the most dangerous. To. Yeah, I know it's the most dangerous sport with the virus. Probably, I mean, there's the most people, it's the most contact, all this stuff. But it's also, to me, the most likely sport to happen, to push through, because uh, the biggest thing is players don't have a lot of years in football. Like, their average career is very low, so they're going to want it. I don't think there's going to be too, too many players like baseball, where they all just seem to be like, I'm not doing this. And basketball, where there's like, it seems to be like a team atmosphere. Like, if your team is on the, I don't want to go back board, like, bandwagon, like the Nets seem to be, a, I don't want to go back to him because they're all infected by Kyrie Irving, and uh, <laughs> uh, but fo- Kyrie nineteen, yeah. But football has a bunch of really rich, stubborn owners. It's got a bunch of players who don't have long careers, and I think it makes for at least a good enough cocktail to uh, have them want to go back. So I think as long as the uh, the states all allow it. They'll do it. But who knows if that'll happen. We still got time. I, I, I'm still holding out hope because a fall and winter without football is going to be real difficult. Mm-hmm. Real difficult. I don't know. I, uh, uh, People will be at each other's throats. If this... I'm sorry, but... If September comes and football's not here, it's like I I'll I'll get out in the streets and start <laughs> start joining joining whatever whatever cause is happening at the time. 
I'll be in it because what else am I gonna do? Might as well pick up a hobby. I just want, I'll, man, I'll I'll help like create the vaccine or something like I, I, something. <laughs> like I just want, like who who's the furthest along here? Like wait, wait, a- Anthony. So all this time you like you have the ability to create a vaccine, uh, <laughs> you just, but you just don't really have the time right now. <laughs> not create, help. You know, he's like, just like he's just like going through his calendars. Like eh, I'm kind of busy this week. <laughs> I got yeah, to but, do this this the week. Yeah. It's but a, you clear know, football out of my schedule. I'll, I'll say it's a big yeah, football in September, but if that opens up, I'm, I'm look, there for the it, vaccine. It's, it's a big commitment, you know. So I just can't drop it all willy nilly, you know. Like yeah, I gotta. You're, just, you're gonna join one of the trials where they like voluntarily infect you. Yeah, infect the shit out of me. Like let's do it, you know. I'm I'm young. I, I uh I'm I'm healthy. I could uh. Yeah, I can you don't it. you don't have any kids that depend on you or anything. Like that. <laughs> 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 I'm I think I'm healthy enough to handle it. I think you are too, man. You should get in there. All right, you don't, you don't have a lot of weight to lose in, the fight. when you get sick. Yeah, that's but, the big problem. Probably. But, 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 I think I'll be one of them asymptomatic motherfuckers. I'm not, you know. Remember, we we talked about this how it affects more the uh, the uh, obese side of people. I said, but even <laughs> if you lose like 15 pounds, that's like 20 percent of your body weight, basically. Well, nah. he's saying he's not going to lose any pounds. I don't know about that. I'm going to be asymptomatic. That's what I'm thinking. I think I'm going to have it. I'm just going to work through it. Because all of his organs aren't covered by like sugar and fat and all that stuff that gums up, gums your body up and makes COVID a nice lunch for you. Exactly. That's exactly. probably not the best way to talk about that. I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure that's wrong, but I don't know enough to dispute it. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds pretty scientific to me. Yeah, I don't even know what I just said. You but... have to use use glucose instead of sugar, and you would have been golden. Ah, glucose. Need pure even, cane who sugar. Who knows what that is? Um, but yeah, I mean, look, it's it's getting closer and closer. I mean, at this point, we should have been having. Like we should have been ramping up. Like I remember, I saw a um, uh, post uh, like on Time Hop from last year saying like you know where football's getting close. Like you know like one of our posts because we like we were really like looking towards getting ready to start doing our uh, you know mock drafts ah, and ah. like like stuff like that. Like I was we were really excited. Like it it, it at this point of the year, I'm usually like we're chomp- previewing quarterbacks, yeah, and we're, running backs we're, right now. We're chomping at the bit because like all we want to do is like remember isn't i i I say it all the time draft day is like christmas day like it's that exciting for me like when you have one of your top leagues you're in because i'm you know you're in a bunch of them so whenever i have like a big draft especially it's an in-person draft like that that's christmas day for me like i love that shit and the fact that Uh, it's probably not going to happen this year any in-person yeah, I don't, think drafts? There, I don't think there's gonna be in-person drafts this year. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's just, it, it, it sucks. It absolutely sucks, and you, you just can't. I don't know. You, uh. wait, what are you talking about? A fantasy football draft? Yeah. Oh, I thought I was like the draft already happened. No, fantasy. <laughs> I was like, bro, that happened three months. Stay ago. with it. Stay with it, Brian. Come on, we're fantasy. You football can have here. in-person drafts this year if football happens. I mean, it's not breaking any rules. I agree, That's true. but not that we have them anyway. So what does it matter? But I, I, ha- I have every. I mean, well, it's tough for us now because we have people living in Massachusetts. We have, you know, ah, uh, you got quarantine for two weeks. You so, gotta exactly. So you know, it's 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 pretty crazy. But like, I do have one league that is always in person, 
and that draft and it'll be very disappointing if we can't do it this year in person like it would be we're, we all live close to new jersey so like it'd be it's not like it's hard you know it's, it's just you know we, mm-hmm. we always find the time whether it's a thursday night or a two you know whatever we'll find random nights to do it but like it would just suck because like like i said that is like a, a christmas day like i look forward to that shit for i believe you said time. it was hanukkah for you for because you're in like eight weeks I probably did say it was Hanukkah like last year. I probably did, you know. And next year it'll be like Kwanzaa. So like every Only year, three. it's just a different, a different holiday around that time well, of year. One of the things I'm gonna miss the most is John's training camp hype of him just saying like, you know what, <laughs> this guy, best shape he's ever been in in training camp. That's true. <laughs> There's gonna be reduced media presence. We're not gonna get reports out. I don't know. How is John ever going to know we can't, who's in the best shape we, of their well, life? Well, we can't get John's number six wide receiver um, hype from his, for his Jets. And it even sucks. We even couldn't even get his Anunwa hype because that was already taken off the table um, you know what? without RIP, COVID. Anunwa, <laughs> he, he gave his all for the Jets. He just, his neck just broke too many times. you got to give your, your backup tight end hype for the Jets who's going to be First off, Herndon is not a backup. He's going to be a star. <laughs> You'll come up with another tight end that's just like gonna be amazing, you know, because well, of uh, 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 who's the the oh sh- I totally forgot his name the the white tight end from the Texans that they got the, um and he he had like three four touchdowns last year oh was it Ryan Griffin yeah Ryan Griffin he's good so just have two good tight ends yeah you got oh hyping that shit up bro they got they, they got top, yeah. they got they got this the, is gonna be this is gonna be the springboard for Sam Darnold this year <laughs> and then next year. He'll, he'll be of course elite. they're always a year from being a year away john well you know this <laughs> well listen least, this is all moving along this is this least, isn't changing at least if sam darnold catches any virus it's not going to be like okay what is he doing it's going to be like all right well oh, typical. that that's that yeah that that'll that'll happen I mean, the, it's not, yeah. the fact that he doesn't have COVID already is is shocking. But I think he's just waiting oh, for the. Yeah. I think he's just waiting for the seasons to start. Like they're gonna be like week one, ready to go. Oh, sorry, Donald has COVID. Um, yeah, he's gonna be out for four weeks for sure. And our yeah, ba- but now, and, but now, and, now they have Flacco. And, 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 and our back and our and our backup Joe Flacco's too old, and he also oh, has COVID yeah. now. So uh, and he's taking it really hard because he's. Also, uh, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl, so he's elite. So. Well, well, Darnold's going to be like uh, probable tag one week. Then he's going to switch to a doubtful, and then people are like, "What's going to? Ha- what happened?" And he's like, "Oh, he tested positive." And they're like, "Oh, that, you know, that's really bad." Like, I hope he recovers. I hope, and they're going to be like, "No, for chlamydia." And so like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> he's just uh, got, he can't stop going at the clubs, man. It's crazy, you know. Like, well, it's not what you it's not what you think it was. <laughs> Poor, poor Jets, but yeah, I'm gonna. I am gonna miss that. Uh, that hard hitting. Uh, Jets. Uh, like hype train that John brings for like those random players will you know most First likely. Off, and you know what the sad thing is, I'm a lot more reasonable than a lot of Jet fans. Last year, I said like, oh yeah, they'll probably go like six and ten, seven or nine, maybe eight and eight fast. Like a lot, like a lot of our friends were like, oh, Jets are going ten and six this year. Like, are you serious? So they, they, look, this, year, look, this they, year they're going six and ten. They want they want optimism. That's why they know it's not happening. Yeah, it's every year with Jets fans. They think it's their year. Honestly, though, I mean, it's not like the division is very strong. So <laughs> someone's getting sleepy. <laughs> Sorry, I, and, uh, also, and also, 
it also that a lot of Jet fans are Met fans, so it's just kind of like the un unwarranted optimism just transfers sports, yeah, and just changes the first letter of their name. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense actually. Um, but <laughs> going to my uh, my uh, breakout wide receiver pick, I'm picking uh, Calvin Pryor to have a Chris Godwin like breakout this year. <laughs> oh my god! Not Calvin Pryor, Calvin Ridley. Calvin uh, Pryor. Calvin Pryor going back to the Jets, the Louisville Slugger Jets, uh, I... bust of us strong safety i thought that for some reason calvin Pryor was like back on the jets <laughs> I was and thinking, he transferred to wide receiver i was thinking of terrell Pryor for a second me too <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, no. calvin really having he's gonna have a chris godwin like breakout year matt ryan was sneaky one of the most accurate quarterbacks last year uh it was just like the falcons falcon falconing a lot and shitting the bed but third year uh, Julio is going to find himself with a, a 1B receiver instead of a 2 receiver. They did. This is this is your uh, your training camp buzz, pre-buzz. Yeah. They did okay. lose their best uh, red zone target in Austin Hooper, though. That is, uh... That's true. Yeah, and Calvin really saw the second most amount of, if I'm remembering the stat I saw correctly, the second most amount of red zone targets so he's going to get even more. Well, we know Julio Jones gets none. So nah, we don't have to obviously. worry about him taking away anything from Calvin Ridley. Um, Very true. The only Absolutely. thing we do have to worry about is maybe losing some of that to um, Todd Gurley. Yeah. Which is uh, strange I mean, to say. He's broken. He, he might be broke. He might be forever broken. But, uh, you know, I mean, as as a Saints fan, I hope he does not well this season. Um along with the rest of the Falcons. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you know, good for Todd Gurley getting away from the Rams, another team I can't stand. I hate the Falcons more, so I hope he uh, he just continues to a downward spiral. <laughs> That's mean to say. I don't ever hope he gets hurt. I just hope he doesn't do well. That's what I'm hoping for. Come on, man. We're supposed to all be coming together right now. Boo, Astros. Boo, Astros. <laughs> yeah. Anthony has no time for that. Um... <laughs> Right, since we're talking about the Jets and <laughs> talking we're... about uh, no, we were talking Martin's about song. the Falcons. Well, we were talking about the Jets before and unwarranted <laughs> optimism and just the Jets crashing it. Jamal Adams is not going to be a Jet very shortly. Just the Jets alienating and crushing the soul of their best defensive player in a while since Revis. Isn't he kind of a dick though? For like, he is a dick constantly doing like talking shit like he never seems happy after his rookie season he's just been gunning for a new contract just yeah are defensive backs the the second biggest divas to wide receivers in uh, sure i feel like they have to be right because like you have to be a diva covering a diva right like that's that's just that's just the way it is. Like so, like, I but guess he's not, even a, he's not even a cornerback. He's a safety. I said defensive back. No, I know, but I'm saying like, he's not even a cornerback. He, he's a safety, and safeties don't get paid. Yeah, unless, I unless mean, you're like Earl Thomas. He's really good. It just sucks because it sucks for the Jets because like, of course, it's not really his attitude. Like you would put up with it. You'd pay him. That attitude's not really a big problem. It's the 
whole part about having an advantage as a football team is drafting well and having players on rookie contracts and like having that be your championship window is having a good combination of people on rookie contracts and some mid-level guys and stuff and going for it. So like when your rookie starts asking for a contract right after your rookie season, it's unless it's a quarterback, it's like no matter who he is, it's tough to yeah. capitulate to that. Oh, Actually, yeah. But even like Mahomes hasn't gotten extended yet. That was the same. Uh, Mahomes hasn't gotten extended yet. The only one that's gotten extended was McCaffrey. And that was because the Panthers gave away everyone else on the team. So they had to pay someone and, you know, to draw people. And he's had like, you know, 500 touches. So yeah. And we know that offense. we all know that's going to, as much as I love McCaffrey, we all know how that's going to turn out every time somebody pays a, a running back like that. Yep. Like, as, as, like just as you said, as as good as he is, and how like ridiculous of a talent he is at the backfield catching passes, it's not that you you don't pay them the big money. That's not how you go. And, and the Cowboys made bad decisions with Ezekiel Elliott, and mm-hmm. like that, that that that's not the right move, not the right move at all. How do the Cowboys even have cap space right now? Who knows? They're doing some Saints cat magic. I was gonna say, like they're doing like they're doing some like Mickey Loomis GM type like fucking weird shit. Like pushing <laughs> pushing shit, backloading everything, and then you fucking move shit around and you know, it's it's crazy. It's 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 a lot of backloading of contracts, I'm sure. The Saints are like the Enron that never got caught. Like I feel except, like except for Bounty Gate. Well, I'm just saying money-wise. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, it's talking about like money. Like, I get it. Like, Mickey Loomis somehow figures a way to consistently backload contracts. And then when the contracts get close, he takes the money and he, he pushes it back again. <laughs> and it just keeps getting <laughs> pushed back. I don't know how it works. I don't get it's it. It's all going to come crash. It's a pyramid scheme. It, it, honestly, it should have come crashing down like years ago. And I don't, I don't understand how. Because, like, there's been times where, like, the Saints have $700,000 in cash space. Oh, they just signed Brandon Browner for four $5 million. Like, how the fuck did they do that? It's like, oh, they just move money back. Saints cat magic. It's so funny how it's so widely known, though. But you would think other teams would, you know, do that more often than I, I, you know what though? I think you have to have a player that is okay with that. Like, because what they'll do is they'll be like, "We're gonna backload money, but we'll give you a bonus." Like, oh, here's sort of like a roster bonus or some bullshit. So here's some upfront money that doesn't count towards the space, but we're gonna take some of your contract that would have been higher this year and push it back a couple of years, not guaranteed. So, yeah. you, so you, so you can get fucked, you know, in two three years if you're not doing well. But here's some upfront money that doesn't count towards the space. So, like, there are players that maybe aren't yeah, the, into the that. Whole, the whole here's a big bonus, here's a lot now strategy is good. It's like my Monopoly strategy. If you, uh, if you like, owe me rent and you land on a big property of mine, I, don't, I won't ask for the money. I'll be like, how about you just give me, like, upfront, give me one of your little properties? That doesn't mean much to you. You don't have to, like, don't worry about the money right now. That's like giving somebody a bonus. Yeah. Like, I'll give you this big bonus. Don't worry about the money in the long run. Just take this big thing right now. 
Well, my, You're a predatory loan shark. Well, my, my, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> I, have, I have a similar monopoly strategy, whereas if I'm, if I'm like, I usually like to own like the uh, the light blue and the the orange that like that first go around because they're they're not sure, like, everybody they're, New York and the yeah because they're a hundred dollars per house not a big deal so you can really roll them out quick to get hotels but if you land on New York with a hotel on it's thousand um, dollars what I like to do is if someone lands on one of them some bitches I like to be like no don't pay me now some bitch don't pay me now but like I get like five free go arounds on any of your properties I land on. So like I get like a free, oh, yeah. free move. So like if I, oh oh I landed on your your green and I have a, a, no it's free fucking get out of here and then you know you land on me again then you're fucked. So like I I do that. Shit. Have you ever played Monopoly with people that don't allow bartering and it's like what are we doing here? No no no. no. First What's of, the point of this the, game? <laughs> you, ever, you ever watch there's a documentary about the, the real way to play Monopoly and like how they have tournaments games games go in like 25 minutes because when you when you land on a property. In real Monopoly, if you land on a property, you don't buy it, it automatically goes up for auction. And then someone huh. can buy it for the cheaper price. You know when you flip over the card and it says that, that price? Yeah. That's I the didn't know that. That's the I auction price. I thought that was like the money you get back when you want to mortgage it. No. so like, so like Not when you want to mortgage it, when you want to foreclose on it. Yes. that I believe that is also part of it. But if you don't buy a property, it immediately goes up for auction and someone else buys it. The game of Monopoly is actually not supposed to last long. It's supposed to be really quick. But uh, we've turned we've yeah, absolutely we've turned it into like the whole bartering. It's like no no you know like you give me this I'll give you this you know like you, yeah. you trade properties yeah. and all that. That's that's huh. the way to make it fun. The greasy wheel, man. Oh, it's, it's, um, love it. Uh, yeah, my best Monopoly track. I remember my favorite because I've had Monopoly games that have lasted very long. One of the funniest things is uh, our friend Sheridan invited me over his house for game night when we were in high school, and the game was Monopoly. And I, I wiped their family out in like 20 minutes, and he never invited me again. Nice. Just, nice. Just that, that strategy is my key strategy. And obviously, I'm never going to play Monopoly with either you two or anybody who might listen to this because you'll know my strategy. But if you, I'm not, I don't care about the money. I want the property. So if you're, if you're looking a little tight on money and you even, if you land, you can land on my biggest. I could have a hotel on Park Place. So you land on it, I'll take Baltic off your hands. I don't care. I don't want the money. Just give me Baltic. What's Baltic? Let's give me Baltic. Come on. What's Baltic? You don't need that. You don't need that. Come on. No, I I absolutely get what you're what you're going for. Like I love making people like forcing their hand to do something that they don't necessarily want to do, but they need to do in that moment because like. Times are tough. Well, like, yeah, because, cause, you know, $2,000 is a lot. But, like, like you said, Baltic is, like, what? You paid what? Like, 100 bucks for it? You know, like, 70 bucks, whatever the hell it is for it? So, like, yeah, give me that one. And, like, you save a lot of money. But then, of course, you turn that shit around. You you had Mediterranean. You put hotels in that shit. And now they're fucked around that whole corner. <laughs> <laughs> you pass go. You collect $200? Nah, $200 is mine, motherfucker. Yeah, pro- ever. I mean, it just goes to show you. It's the same thing with with America. Property is king, man. You wanna you wanna own property. That's uh, that's how you get far. <laughs> I love Monopoly. Allison hates Monopoly and will not play it, so I never have opportunities to play Monopoly. Oh uh, man, I want to play Monopoly with you. I never play Monopoly either. I love I Monopoly. It in years. Oh years. It's been so long since I played Monopoly, and Allison will not play it. She has n- she does not have that like drive to just rip people's hearts out 
when it comes to like that kind of game. Like she doesn't have it. She he have is it. the same way. We'll be playing like a game like that, like a card game, a board game, something like that. And I, I don't get, so I don't get mad when I lose, but I always want to win. And she'll be like, why do you try so hard to win? And I was like, cause I go, then why am I playing? Why? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> if, I'm not trying, if I'm not trying to beat, beat you every game. Why am I playing? No, because it's for fun. Everything's for fun. Everything's have a good time. It's fun. Yeah. No, I want to win. I win when I win, so. I want to win. Yeah, exactly. Winning is fun. Winning is the most fun. <laughs> uh, now I really want to play Monopoly, like, more yeah, so than too. usual. So maybe we should have a big Monopoly night. You know, we'll live stream Monopoly on this uh, on this podcast, us playing Monopoly. <laughs> sure. Sure. Why not? not seven a bad idea. Seven hours. Or however long it takes. Um, yeah, we can't we can't stop or go to sleep. Oh man, never. No, you gotta keep going until someone's everyone's fucking bankrupt. Everyone's Just bankrupt. Ha- <laughs> Speaking of Monopoly, should we uh, end it with Cam Newton? Sure. It has nothing to do with Monopoly, obviously. No, it does not. I mean, that was as smooth as my Jets transition. It was a very smooth transition. (laughs) (laughs) Since we're talking about the Jets, even though we were just talking about the Falcons, it's fine. Um, Anyway, all right, so let's talk about Cam. Is he healthy? Because if he's healthy, he's still a good quarterback. Because he had a broken shoulder and a broken foot. Did you see see those little workout videos? I mean, do you think I saw them? Obviously. <laughs> so then we know he's looking good, right? He's feeling he's 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 pissed right now. He is pumped. He is pissed, and he is now in a division that the best quarterback is Josh Allen. I mean, y'all want to get somebody who's pumped and pissed. Pumped mm-hmm. and pissed. Double P. So like, I'm just saying, like, he literally walked into the AFC East, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm the best quarterback." Like, straight up. Like, I mean, if he's healthy, he's obviously the best quarterback. Like he literally he walked into a fucking division where the Patriots were last year what eleven and five, right? They were eleven and five, twelve and four, or something like that. Fucking yeah. walks into that division, and's like, "Yep, I'm I'm the best." Like straight up, like the 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 Jets have Mister. I always get sick. They have Josh Allen, who can't you know have good completion percentage. You can only run the ball really well. You got. Mr. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, you know, has a stretch of, like, two or three games where he's fucking amazing and then just other games where he's just complete garbage. And you have, obviously, you have Tua, who, who you know, remains to be seen what he could do. But he walks on to the, the, what was the best team. They still have Edelman. They, you know, they still have a defense that's pretty damn good. And in the beginning of the season last year was untouchable. So... I mean, if I'm Cam Newton, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, you know, I'm I'm excited. Um, I I have a vendetta against the rest of the league who would just like, fuck you. We don't want you. Like that's that that's how I'm feeling. Like, so he's I, not worried at all about white Cam Newton. I am fucking no. I I'm telling you, I am. It's like how I, I always thought of Josh Allen as the shitty white Cam Newton. Like I, the, no, I am. I am like the B grade version of I, Cam Newton. Now, yeah, look, Josh Allen, the I, go I, boss version of Cam Newton. Josh Allen is a good fantasy quarterback. He will never in my. I don't think he will ever be a a legit top tier real quarterback. 
So my thing on Cam Newton has always been, look, I mean, he's got an MVP, so he's good. Uh, but he's not that he's not that good of a thrower, a, at slash not that good of a conventional quarterback. Um, so if you take away his like just expert one to five yard running, which he's the best, he's the best in the league maybe at picking up three yards, better than any running back. If you take that away, he's just not more. He's not better than an average quarterback. Um, people could disagree with me. I don't care. That's my belief. But I also believe that Belichick's not going to start a guy and not use his biggest advantage. So as long as they're not bringing him into the season and like, well, we're not going to do short runs with him. We're not going to do this because we don't want to get him injured. I don't believe that would be the case. I think Belichick is going to just put him in there, use him. If something happens, he'll move on to Stidham. But like, so if you use him, uh, to with the way you should, where he's just a guy that people are afraid to tackle because he's huge and athletic, then uh, he's still amazing. I just don't think he's above average when it comes to if he's just a normal quarterback. But he's not just a normal quarterback. So, Sure, but that's what Carolina was trying to use him the last couple of years with his injuries, I feel like. But that's the thing, and I think now maybe having this whole year off um, – to get back into like you know Cam Newton style shape of what he needs to be in to be Cam Newton, I think it's going to be great working with Bill Belichick and I, and I just if if I had to, if I you know you know gun to my head right now I'm I'm again still picking the Patriots to win that division because of Cam Newton. I mean, they have a better chance than with Jared Stidham because when Stidham was playing. Uh, the fourth quarter, fourth quarter garbage time against the Jets. He was awful. He was not not a professional quarterback. Cam is at least a professional quarterback, and like Brian said, he's the best at using his legs to get to pick up third downs and keep the drive going. And Belichick is amazing at just fu- like getting the best out of the player's strength and minimizing their weaknesses. Yeah, just just think of like the way like Cam Newton can maybe extend the play and the way someone like, you know, when he's healthy, really good, like I do like like a like a Julian Edelman can just break away from coverage after plays get extended. Like that's going to be a really nice connection between them. Yeah, too. and that was with old ass fucking Tom Brady and his Yeah, like, but they all they knew each other so well, though. That's true. Yeah, but Cam Newton and Julian Edelman can be boys. You don't think Julian Edelman looks like the kind of guy who wants to be a boy to Cam Newton? <laughs> Didn't Julian it's Edelman not, put it out of the I don't know what that means, but it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not about being boys or not. Um, sure, they could be boys. I don't it's care. just knowing on field. Like, yeah, on field, the on field connection. Of yeah, once you become how, a, once how many be- years. Did- yeah, but they once you become together. a boy, once you become a boy, you have that connection. It's like immediate. Like you that's, get that connection. I'm not, that's true. I don't you, know. You, you I get, don't know about that. You get that connection. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Just give it. Give it a little time. You know they're gonna be hanging. John, out. that reminds me of that. Uh, the first episode of Always Sunny. The because you my brother scene. It's like, are my are you talking about your brother or your brother? <laughs> <laughs> like the very first scene of Always Sunny. Also, my, yeah. I mean, if if, episode, if they're going to start taking out Always Sunny episodes because of blackface, they're going to have to take out 
three quarters oh, of Always no. Sunny episodes. No, they can't take out those Lead the Weapon uh, episodes. Oh, Thunder Gun. <laughs> Oh man! Oh uh, no! I didn't even th- think about that. Their Thundergun episodes. I mean, but no, like literally, no one's asking for people to remove episodes of Always Sunny because that doesn't make sense. I sure hope not. Best, my favorite show. I think my favorite sitcom. Uh, not sitcom. it might be the best American sitcom of all time, but people I agree to have that conversation. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think they are. They should be, but they aren't. I love that show. I fucking love that show. But yeah. So, anyways, if Cam Newton is mostly healthy and can stay healthy, I think the Patriots just on the what's their offense? They didn't really do anything to their offensive line though, and their offensive line, at least running wise, wasn't great. Sony Michelle was a freaking anchor in the backfield. Then again, Sony Michelle, I think, is completely overrated as a running back too. But yes, I agree. But they didn't add anything to the backfield I, though. I, I they do- just. They still have the same guys. I do. I do agree that um, their uh, their their coverage wasn't too great on on run coverage. So like, or you know, run protection, I should say. Um, yeah. Yeah. They yeah they didn't end too much. But again, having look having the that that quarterback that can run the ball always helps the running game. Like, look at the Ravens with. Uh, you know how Mark Ingram was able to. You know, once once you think the quarterback's going to have it and he's going to be able to run with it, that opens it up for the running backs. Like you knew Brady yeah. wasn't going anywhere. Brady's a fucking statue; he can't move. Like, so you knew. Tear him down. Once you see Sony Michelle in the backfield, you're like, "Yeah, this is a running play. We're just going to fucking stack the box and crush him." Like he's going nowhere. Like, you know, like it's a lot different when you have Cam Newton behind center than you have, when you have Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, I'm not drafting Cam Newton as my starting quarterback in one quarterback leagues. But I took him as my second quarterback in a QB Fox League. Oh, I would, well, I would absolutely have just a take, ha- backup quarterback too. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'd like. I would love to have him. Just take a, take a shot on that. Like, why not? Like, you would. Like, I would much rather, for fantasy purposes, much rather put my faith in Bill Belichick figuring out how to make that work than say, hope that um, I don't know Derek Carr and John Gruden figure out what to do. All right. Well. All right. Well, how about this? Yeah, it's a nice option, right? If he. If you know he's starting and he's healthy, he automatically becomes a top seven option. Well, all right. Well, that's even that that's higher than I was expecting. But I was gonna say, like, who would you rather have on your team, uh, Cam Newton, knowing he's starting? So, like, Cam Newton starting, or would you have okay. J- Jared Goff? Cam Newton. Cam, Cam Newton. What about uh, Kirk Cousins? Cam Newton. Uh, uh, Cam Newton, but a little bit, but closer. Carson Wentz, Cam Newton, Cam Newton. Oh, all right. Look at uh, y- your boy uh, from the Giants. I can't remember his name because uh, I don't like Daniel, him. Daniel Jones. Jones. Yeah, well, Cam Newton. I mean, that's <laughs> not fair. I mean, I like Daniel Jones this year, and I'm definitely going to draft him as a backup quarterback if everything goes well. Um, but like, that's not fair. I mean, he's a sophomore, and I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just throwing names out there. Aaron Rodgers. Now we're getting close. Yeah, That's a good question. There you go. Now there we go. Again. There we go. I knew I'd get you somewhere. Uh, I'd probably go Rogers. I might. I might go Newton. Yeah, I might go Newton, man. No, the dude when he's healthy has always finished top five in fantasy. He had one year like last. So I hated what he did to me two years ago. He needed five points for me to get in the playoffs. He got one. Uh in the last game of the season, I mean, of 
of the fantasy season. So I hate him for that, but I don't hate him. Um, but he's always been a top five quarterback in fantasy. He has his ups and downs, but when he's on, he's on. It's just if he's healthy or not, really. Like, I'm not drafting him over Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Kyle. I mean, probably Kyler Murray. Obviously, we're throwing Mahomes and Lamar Jackson in there. Uh, what about yeah, What about Drew Brees? The, what about Josh Allen? Josh Allen, yeah, that's a bit that. That's Oof. that's close because again, I said that Josh Allen. Josh Allen, we know, is a great fantasy quarterback. Um, do you want to know one good thing though about the Cam Newton Patriots connection? Is that how many running backs did they make over the last few years because of two to one yard touchdown runs? And like, that's true. Do you hope that just goes to Cam Newton? Cam Newton yeah. And how many times does Brady quarterback sneak it? So they know how to quarterback sneak. True. Um, so do you hope that just like those LeGarrette Blunt touchdowns oh, or, man. you know, I mean, that's still kind of old, but. No, even, you know, even Sonny uh, Michelle from two years ago. Corey mm-hmm. Dillon. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, getting yeah, close, exactly. you're getting closer, John. You're getting closer for Corey Dillon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I would hope for, would look forward to the most is he could fuck around and have a. Fifth, like a fifteen rushing touchdown season. That would be fucking ridiculous. That would be not. And you know what? I would, I would not put it past it to have Cam Newton. Like, all right, so over under nine rushing touchdowns for Cam Newton. I might. Yeah, I'm, he's think, healthy all I'm year. thinking I'm taking the over. I think I'm getting double digit touchdowns from Cam Newton rushing this year, and maybe like twenty two to twenty four passing touchdowns. Which, that would suck because that would definitely mean the Patriots are making the playoffs with Cam Newton. Yeah, probably. Like they're, they're they're winning at least eleven games. I mean, although they, I mean they have a really tough schedule. The AFC East has a really tough schedule. But if Cam Newton can do twenty four touchdowns and ten rushing touchdowns, they're a playoff team. Well, are you guys playing the AFC West this year? Uh, I think so. Because well, I mean, then again, they're playing the the top teams anyway, so they're playing at least like the Texans. Yeah. I, the, I well, I, I know it's the the Pats and Jets have the top two toughest schedules. I think the Bills are like three or four. I think. I guess that makes sense. Since, I or mean, four you, or five. You guys are playing the West. I don't know. Um, but that, that's that. still that's still crazy though. Um, I think. I mean, I think there's no way the actual Vegas line would be nine rushing touchdowns. No, It'd be closer to six. Yeah, I think it would be like yeah, six or seven. Um, so I would probably just take the over. I would. Anyways. I would one hundred percent take the over. I would love to take the over and be able to like, like add touchdown numbers to it to like make the odds higher, if that was possible. Um, just because I think he's I don't know how lot things are possible today. Yeah, Anything's possible. Anything is possible. That'd be nice. Um, that would be nice. But yeah, no, I I do like Except him. In, I do like him in this space uh, of the Patriots, and um, I, I it legit made me. I I thought the Patriots weren't going to make the playoffs. Um, before this, and now I'm 100% on board with him as a healthy starting quarterback that they will make the playoffs and even win the division. Are you upset about your Andy Dalton guess? You were riding that hard. I, I'm not upset about that. Um, I'm okay with you know how everything turned out. What I'm annoyed about is that I actually made a bet 
uh, on DraftKings that Cam Newton would be on the Redskins, <laughs> and I lost money on that. So I'm more annoyed at that. Oh, well, it was good odds. A, the the such odds such a weird bet. Well, the well, the only now it's not that weird of a bet. The only reason why I thought about the bet with the Redskins is because their quarterback situation is really terrible and they have Ron Rivera. So I was like, uh, with like 1400, you know, plus 1400, whatever the fuck I got it for. I was like, it's worth the 10, $15. So I just didn't think the bet because it was the Patriots were the highest and that wasn't worth the money. I mean, obviously it turned out to be the, the, the correct bet, but I wouldn't have, you know, the money wouldn't have really been that much. So I went with the Ron Rivera connection. Didn't work out. So you You'd rather lose money than win a little bit of money. I was hoping for the long shot. That's how you bet sometimes. You know, you look for the the, the, the long shot that looks like it has a chance to win. And with Ron Rivera, I thought it had a chance to win. So Anthony just watched Uncut Gems, and he's like, this all into the long shots. I, no, I'm, I, lo- I, I, I identify with this Adam Sandler character. We, yeah, this is how I win. For, I, I, have not, <laughs> I have not watched Uncut Gems. I was going purely on, you know, horse racing, which I discussed earlier is what I've been into a lot more so because there are no other sports to gamble on. Uh, I'm not gambling on South Korean baseball or <laughs> UFC or golf. I have bet a couple of NASCAR things because I've gotten odd boosts. I've lost all of those because I know nothing about NASCAR. But I really thought that it was it's a shot. probably a guy named like Rusty or Denny that wins. It, or Chase. And I bet on this Ooh, guy Chase named Chase, is- and he lost because he was just oh, chasing the Oh, what a name, Chase. Such a NASCAR name. Chase Elliott, I think his name was. Uh, he he lost. So when I wanted to, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's yeah. NASCAR. I'm not betting on NASCAR anymore. Not worth <laughs> it. It's not worth. Not worth my money. Not worth my money. So I'll stick. And ever since they took down the Confederate flag, you don't want to support uh, them. Of course not. Is that that's what I'm hearing? From that's that that's the main reason why I stopped betting. <laughs> <laughs> I will no longer put one more dollar into this sport. I only bet on horses named General Lee or things like that. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Stonewall Jackson, that's another one. Reference. World Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is sure. a good job. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job with that one. Try to name Confederate things that you know you'd bet on that are you know outdated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much I mean, all Confederate things are outdated since they, it ended in the 1860s. That's true. You know what I'm learning a lot? That these Confederate statues were all built like post 50s. Oh, huge amount of them. Yeah. Like, really? I, I never knew that. They were built post 50s? Who was building these things in the post 50s? Like, yeah, this is a good idea. People who want to intimidate black people? Yeah, yeah this, this is a good idea. We really need this general who. uh you know, who was a piece of shit who had slaves. And yeah, it's a great idea. Like, uh, I like they were like civil rights intimidation. Th- Look, I'm not like, uh, some social justice warrior, but you know, you want to tear down confe- newly built Confederate statues, be my guest. Who cares about those shits? Yeah. It's not like they're even like history. Like they weren't like put there and like, the eighteen, like, like the eighteen hundreds or nineteen. Yeah, like early. during the war, like you, they make you believe, like they were all like, yeah, and they put it up during the war to support or something. It's like, all right, well, maybe put a disclaimer on them, say like this was the wrong. Side. <laughs> I say they, they were also uh, a bunch of losers too. So who yeah, wants to exactly. celebrate losers? Put, put a disclaimer on them, like they, this guy sucks, but like here he is, he sucks. Um, but 
Yeah, I didn't know that they were mostly like newish. So yeah, get those shits down. Who cares? Yeah, I, that'd be a really funny disclaimer to put on. <laughs> this guy sucks. Confederate statues. This guy's just really fucking suck. This guy he did sucks. a lot of shitty things. <laughs> I'd be I'd, I'd be in favor of that. This guy was all fucked up. No one liked him. That's Honestly, funny. his mother didn't even like him. <laughs> That that is actually news to me though that like they were all like like some of them were up uh like you know like yeah post. maybe maybe not all of them but like I was reading a bunch of the like that's oh and this one was put in the forties and this one in the seventies and this one in the fifties I mean, and I was like what yeah but even forties is crazy even forties is crazy I think anything post nineteen hundred is crazy right doesn't that seem crazy like post nineteen hundred you lost fucking at that point in the ni- in 1900 you lost fucking 40 years ago like there's no reason for those things to be even up right yeah they're not they're not putting up fucking Adolf Hitler or General Stalin statues post you know like World War 2 eh. and shit like well maybe Stalin but not like Hitler statues in Germany you know like just, yeah. no one knows I anything mean, about them they're not putting up Donovan McNabb statues in Philly yeah they're not doing that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that'd be funny. Well, actually, maybe of him puking on the field. <laughs> that'd be funny if you could put guys up there that like almost got it. <laughs> this is our guy, like Kerry Collins, outside of MetLife. Like this, he almost had it, but he had a hangover, and Ray Lewis took his lunch money. I mean, I guess they, I guess they could put like a collective of like Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas in front of Buffalo. Like, all right, that's different. Four <laughs> Super Bowls. Yeah. It lost them all. Yeah, that's an accomplished. I know, but you still got the four in a row. Uh, it still sucks, though. Um, I'd rather not even get. I'd rather not even sniff it. Um, but anyway, Yankees. Yankees should put like a Carl Pavano statue outside just to confuse <laughs> oh people. Oh my god! Be like, wait, what? Did he like donate a bunch of money or what happened? What no, no, Carl like, Pavano- nah, definitely like a, like a Joba Chamberlain. Like, I don't know why. Like, yeah. that makes me really laugh. Like a. Or like, or- like, like Ricky Ledeck. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> I used to like, love regular day was my boy back in the day. Uh, it's just how random can you get? <laughs> yeah, you could point, you could print the Java rules in stone in uh, Monument Park. It's like, wait, why? <laughs> oh, For but... some reason, this was a big part of our daily lives for like a year and a half discussing the Java rules. Java rules. Who was yeah. who was the uh, who was that pitcher on the Yankees that went to the Twins? I can't remember his name. Fuck, why can't I think of his name? He was That uh, went to the Twins? Yeah, he just recently he, um he's like 30 something years old now. I can't I don't know why it's not coming to me. And he was just went in, to the Twins. And he was just invited. Was he the one from was he the one from the A's that we all hated? No. Oh, Sonny Gray? No, no, Sonny no, no. no, no. He was know. he was an original Yankee and then went to the, I know he went to the Twins. He's like thirty something years old, and he just posted something like that he was invited to like Old Timers Day, and he's like in his thirties or some shit, and it was like ridiculous. And now I'm trying, it's blanking on me this guy's name for some reason. Fuck, God damn it! Yeah, picture. I don't know. Damn it! He's pictured on the Twins. Yeah, I can't. I I could look it up if I really wanted to, but I'm not going to because it's not worth my. But anyway, fucking damn it! That really annoys me. Not picturing that. Phil Hughes. Yes. Phil Hughes. Phil Hughes, thank you. Yes. Oh my God, how big of a prospect was he? Yeah. Oh, oh my champion, God. Phil Hughes. And then one year he was so good. Well, that was like Joba Chamberlain too, though. He was like a massive prospect coming out too. Everyone Phil Hughes was him. like pitcher, um, pitcher bird. 
Oh, Greg Bird? Greg Bird. Greg Bird getting hyped up in preseason. Getting the John hype in preseason every year. (laughs) Listen, Greg Greg Bird was great defense, (laughs) great bat. Got taken out by Luke. Got taken out by Luke Voigt. Just forgot to hit the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, Uh, yeah, but Phil Hughes, yeah, he was invited to Yankees Old Timers Day. Just FYI, like, which is funny because he's in his like his thirties. Well, that's good for him, I guess. I mean, he's in his thirties. Old Timers Day. The poor bastard's in his thirties. Yeah, well, they figured he wasn't very good, so like they need to get him before he's too old, because then he'll really not be good. Get like Louis Soho or something like that. Ah, great, great name. <laughs> Love Louis Love Soho. Louis Soho. Great. All right. I think this is time to wrap it up as we're <laughs> reminiscing about 1990s Yankees. Yeah, very Throwing true. Like Jose Jose Vizcaino as well. Jose Luis Soho. Did anybody look more like a dad, like an out of shape dad, while playing baseball than Luis Soho? Charlie Hayes. <laughs> uh, I was just. Admit, I mean, position player wise, probably not. Bartolo Colon is very up there, though. Yeah, if we're talking just if we're talking pitchers as well. I mean, he still wants to play too. So, speaking of Bartolo Colon, it's crazy. Um, good for him. But I, I think you're right. I think we need to wrap it up. Um, hopefully we'll be back sooner than a two month layoff like we were last time, because now we are getting hopefully closer to the start of the football season, and uh, we need to start talking about fantasy football. So. We will actually start talking about fantasy football. Hopefully, we'll get some news, some clarity, maybe sooner rather than later about Probably what's going to happen. Um, Definitely. Look, keep your fingers crossed. We, you know, we're all hoping for this. We all we all want to see the football season happen. And we all just, you know, of course, we want people to be safe, but we, you know, we need this because without that, like if we talked about fall and winter, are terrible. So we will be back shorter than a two month break cuz we, we just we just need to talk about fantasy football we need to get we need to get hype we need to have some hype ready to go so we'll be back sooner rather than later like i said we are fantasy lens you follow us at fantasy underscore lens on twitter we are fantasy lens podcast on facebook apparently now we have reddit i saw that in my email we are fantasy lens on reddit um uh yeah i made that up. Yeah, I, I saw it a little bit, but then I stopped. He stopped, but he'll he you know, John is persistent, so he will continue with that Reddit, I'm sure. Um yeah, we are on iTunes, uh Google Play Podcasts, we're on Google Stitcher, Play. we exactly. are on we are everywhere you find fantasy lens, and we will see you next time.